0: Reeve Family Productions presents Tales from Mugglesby Town Cyril's Story
1: Cyril woke up one morning, stretched and yawned, and said to himself, Time for breakfast. He was a middle-aged crocodile with a friendly face and a wide smile. He wore a top hat that he had always worn ever since he was born. He had said to his best friend Joy the Frog, that he was going to wear it until his dying day and then she could do anything she liked with it. Joy had privately thought, Throw it in the bin! Well, Cyril decided for breakfast he might have Weetabix, five Weetabix to be precise, with a generous dollop of Greek yoghurt. After breakfast he went to dress himself. He usually wore a pink and orange striped jumper and a green and yellow striped tail warmer, which just suited his red complexion. He brushed his teeth, yes, all 45 of them, and blew his nose. He had great difficulty blowing it, because he had such a long snout. Cyril had very tender feelings about the length of his snout, and if somebody mentioned long noses, he would look very sad, and there would be tears in his eyes. He secretly wished he had been born as one of the short-snouted variety of his kind. Anyway, back to the story. "'Cyril was dressed and ready to go to work. "'But where does he work, I hear you say? "'Well, don't worry. You will know soon.' "'Cyril unlocked his front door, and getting his goloshes and spectacles, "'he slipped into the water and gracefully swam down the river. "'After a five-minute swim, he got out of the water, "'shook himself and waited at the bus stop. "'The bus eventually drew up at the curb, "'and Cyril climbed aboard, finding a seat next to an old goat, "'who was apparently asleep.' Eventually, he got off at his stop and walked to the library. Yes, Cyril was a librarian. Well, part-time. He was also a coin dealer and a policeman. He climbed up the steps and unlocked the door, turned on the lights and then remembered with delight that some new books were arriving that day. Going to the desk, he sat down and waited until the door opened and Mr Huby came in. Mr Huby was a rather small bird with a very long beak who always wore a top hat nearly as tall as himself, in the hope that he would look more important. He brought with him a large parcel. Cyril beamed. Ah! he exclaimed.
2: That must be
1: the books! No! said Mr Hubby with a flap of his wings.
2: I'm selling vacuum cleaners for only £25 each. I thought maybe you wouldn't mind if I set up my store here. Cyril looked disappointed. ''No, sorry. I can't let you do that. The library must be a quiet
1: place,'' Cyril replied firmly. When Mr Huby had gone, Cyril sat thinking and wondering why the books had not come. They had said they'd be here by 12pm, and it was past 12pm now. That day people came and went, but no books arrived. To make matters worse, the people who had especially asked to borrow some of the new books had come in with happy, expectant faces and left looking very let down. That night, Cyril was still wondering. The next day, Mrs G and Timmy, the three-legged goats, came into the library. Timmy wanted a book on... Which Mrs G translated as cars. Certainly, my boy, smiled Cyril, and led the way to the children's area. He knew just the book. He had seen it only ten minutes ago.
2: That's funny. It's not here,
1: Cyril said in a bewildered voice. Where was it? And more importantly, who had taken it? There hadn't been any other children in all morning. Timmy lost interest in looking for the Brum Brum book and trotted off to a cosy armchair, curled up and fell asleep. When Mrs G had gone, taking the sleeping Timmy with her, Cyril sat in his chair and waited. In walked his good friend, Mr G, the goat. He only had two legs, by the way, but they were always shod in a pair of shiny cowboy
0: boots. I say, Cyril, could you help me find a book I haven't read yet about cowboys? He asked.
2: Certainly, certainly. (laughs) Through here, Gerald, answered Cyril,
1: as he led the way to a large bookshelf marked Wild West.
2: Here we are.
1: Cyril's voice broke off as he stared at the shelf. There was not a single book left, it was completely bare.
0: Where are the books?
1: Asked Mr G. Cyril was so surprised that for a minute he could not speak, but just stared at the empty bookshelf. After a while he said faintly,
2: I don't know. I think they might be stolen. I, I should tell the police. Oh wait, I am the police. I forgot.
0: Good idea,
1: said Mr G uneasily.
0: Let me know if I can help at all, old chap.
1: Yes, thanks, (laughs) replied Cyril absently. That night, as Cyril locked up the library, he heard a noise, and turning around he caught sight of a squat figure tiptoeing away into the night. He peered into the darkness, but the figure was gone. He thought he had imagined it. That week was the worst week that Cyril could remember. Books disappeared every day and soon only a few books on boring topics remained. On Friday, Mr Blingy, the mayor of Mugglesby, came to see Cyril.
0: I am afraid, old chap, that this library can no longer be open. You see, there just are not enough books. I am sorry,
1: said Mr Blingy, sorrowfully. That afternoon, Cyril packed up his spectacles and put on his galoshes. Outside, he said his final farewell to the library, and with tears in his eyes he set off home. He turned a corner and Mr Rude's sister Joy whizzed past on her scooter. Before Cyril had time to say hello to his best friend, she thrust a flyer into his paw and whizzed off again. Cyril curiously looked at it and this is what it read.
2: Rude's Library, opening tomorrow at 3pm. Please come. Signed, Mr Rude. P.S. Bring money. Lots of money. Cyril smiled. He thought maybe he could get a job at the new library. So the
1: next day he knocked on the door of Mr. Rude's stately home. The door opened with a flourish and Mr. Rude appeared. Mr. Rude was a green squat frog with rather big lips. Mr. Rude's face fell as he saw Cyril on his doorstep.
2: What are you doing here?
1: He asked suspiciously.
2: Well, you see, I heard you were opening a new library. And I wondered if there are any jobs going,
1: asked Cyril, hopefully. He noticed that Mr Rude was looking rather pale and worried all of a sudden.
2: Uh, not at the moment, sorry, replied Mr Rude,
1: slamming the door in Cyril's face and only missing the end of his snout by a whisker. Cyril hastened back down the steps and joined a crowd that was already gathering for the grand opening of the library. Suddenly... Cyril caught sight of a book displayed in the window that looked exactly like the book that Timmy had wanted about cars. Just then, Mr Blingy, the mayor, said from the steps,
0: ''I would like to announce that Rude's library is now open.''
2: ''Yes, welcome to my library,''
0: called Mr Rude.
2: ''By the way, it costs one pound to borrow each book. I hope you brought your purses.'' Everyone poured
1: into the library, and pandemonium broke out as the book-starved animals tried to get at the books. Cyril desperately tried to examine the books, but he tripped and fell. Mrs. G's three hooves went over his back, digging into him. "'Oh, my spine!' he yelled. The next moment, Timmy's three hooves stepped onto him and felt much harder because now he was jumping up and down in excitement, for he had seen the Brumbrum book. Then Cyril knew that the books were from his library. They were his beloved books. In desperation, Cyril pushed through the crowd and went straight over to Mr Rude, who was seated at a table, greedily taking people's money. Cyril was not the Cyril he had been five minutes ago. He was now Policeman Cyril. He laid a paw on Mr Rude's plump shoulder.
2: Mr Rude, you are under arrest for stealing library books and cheating people of their money. These books are public property!
1: Everyone stopped what they were doing. You could hear a pin drop. Every eye was on Mr Rude, who was turning a deeper shade of green and looking ashamedly at the floor.
0: Mr Rude, is this right?
1: asked Mr Blingy sternly.
0: All right.
2: Yes, I did steal the books. I just wanted some publicity and an award for community service. "'And a little extra cash on the side,'
1: he admitted. Joy stared at him in open-mouthed amazement.
2: "'How could you, Rudy? My own brother, a thief and scoundrel! "'I am ashamed to have handed out your flyers!'
1: she said reproachfully.
0: Cyril, tell me everything,'
1: said Mr. Blingy quietly.
2: "'Well, you see, it all started when the order of new books never arrived,' began Cyril. Boy, they did
1: too, piped up the postman's voice in the crowd.
2: Mr Rude took them from me outside the library and said he would bring them to you, Cyril. Here they are,
1: said Mr Rude sheepishly, producing a large cardboard box.
2: I hadn't got round to unpacking those yet.
0: Go on, Cyril,
1: encouraged Mr Blingy.
2: Well, books kept disappearing. And "'Come to think of it, I did see a squat figure disappearing into the night the other evening,' said Cyril. "'I am not squat! I have a very elegant figure, for what I am,' declared Mr. Rude proudly. A snigger came from the crowd. "'But I know these are the books from the old library. I would know them anywhere. Mr. Rude stole them, and now he's making people pay to borrow them. "'It's not right, I tell you!' spluttered cyril take him
0: away
1: commanded mr blingy and mr rude was seized by mr g and mr Huby and led away in disgrace
0: <laughs> this calls for an award
1: declared mr blingy with gusto you love a good award Ha! <laughs> he smiled rummaging in his top hat he presented cyril with a medal
0: I hereby present this medal to Cyril for his commitment to literacy in our community. Ha!
1: <laughs> Cyril beamed with pleasure. Mr Rood was imprisoned for two weeks and then began a year of community service at the library. He had to put all the books back on the shelves in order and was responsible for picking up litter and weeding the library gardens. He also had to help out with the weekly Mums and Tots nursery rhyme session, singing songs like... Incy Wincy Spider and Five Little Speckled Frogs, which was very humiliating, so Mugglesby Library did not have to close after all, and Cyril was very happy, and that, my friends, is the end. Written by Kezia Elizabeth Reeve, age 10.